Ohio's streak of choosing the presidential winner dating back to 1960 is officially over. Ohio could be getting close to collecting big bucks from the drug companies that caused the opioid crisis, and the Cleveland tourism industry has all but collapsed during the pandemic. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, November 9th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio's streak is America's longest-running bellwether is over, and its status as a competitive presidential battleground may also have come to an end. Joe Biden's victory would make him the first candidate to win a presidential election without also winning Ohio since John Kennedy in 1960, according to Cleveland.com data guru Rich Exner. In between, Ohio helped deliver nine presidents to the White House in 14 separate elections, switching allegiance between Republican and Democratic candidates like no other. No streak for any state now predates Barack Obama's election in 2008. Ohio did re-elect Democrat Sherrod Brown to the Senate two years ago by a big margin, but except for that, Nearly every statewide race has produced a Republican winner of late. Officially, you could say Ohio is a red state. Ohio could be close to settling its claims with the big pharma companies that caused and profited immensely from the opioid crisis. Four of the nation's largest pharmaceutical companies are prepared to pay $26 billion to settle lawsuits with communities and states across the country over the devastation brought on by prescription painkillers. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost says he is pleased with the proposed settlement that his office helped negotiate, though he said the amount of money Ohio would receive has yet to be determined. Cleveland is feeling the loss of business visitors and tourists during the pandemic from big venues like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where attendance has plummeted, to the small caterers, eateries, and retail outlets where foot traffic has slowed to a trickle. Travel and tourism writer Susan Glazer reports that in Cuyahoga County alone, 70,000 jobs are tied to the industry, from hotel housekeepers to museum docents to limousine drivers to tour guides. Workers United Local 10, which represents employees at nine Northeast Ohio hotels, estimates that only about 20% of the local's nearly 500 hotel employees are working full-time today. The fear now is how many years it might take for the industry to come back once we get beyond the pandemic. 3,000 seemed unthinkable, then 4,000, then 5,000. But on Saturday, Ohio registered 5,594 new coronavirus cases in a single day. Week after week, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine tells Ohioans there is no end in sight for this surge, even though he takes no official action to try to curb it. Sunday saw a smaller number, 4,541, But that was enough to push the state to over a quarter of a million cases since the pandemic began. The state also has seen more than 5,500 people die from the coronavirus. Cleveland, once again, has agreed to kick in a quarter of a million dollars to help fund the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission, a contribution city officials consider an investment in Cleveland's economy. 
City Council approved legislation authorizing the contribution Wednesday, and Mayor Frank Jackson signed it Thursday. The coronavirus pandemic has had a severe impact on events this year, creating challenges for the commission. In 2019, it had its biggest year, hosting 13 events that the commission says resulted in $88 million being spent in the region. With the grant from the city, the commission will continue to market the city's public auditorium for events. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.